We all want to be happier, but how do we get there? First, we start by realizing happiness is not a destination. Being happy consists of micro action steps every single day. I'm your host, Brittany King, and I'm here to guide you along the way. Okay. Welcome back to the Positively Real podcast. I'm your host and coach, Brittany King, and I have a very special guest in the house. We have another podcast host and coach, Catherine Brown. Welcome to the show, girlfriend. How are you doing? I am so good today. I have to say, Brittany, I got sleep last night, which is like the best healing mechanism for anything. Yesterday, I was a wreck. I was like, my body hurts. And I'm like, is this, am I aging? What's going on? <laughs> so I feel great. It's sun is shining. I mean, can't complain. Uh, I'm so glad you said that. Like literally sleep is the answer to everything. Like I'm a new mom. I have a five month old and I like the days that I don't get great sleep. I'm a totally different person. And like, I've literally prioritized sleep above all else. And I swear it has made the biggest difference to me, like healing and also to my daughter. Like she's like such a happy little baby. And I swear it's because like she gets great sleep. I get good sleep and like, it all just like works together. So sleep is everything. So I'm can't wait. I was like, just so excited to hit record because this topic that we're going to jam out on today is very near and dear to my heart. And I've been, you know, preaching for lack of a better word about this for quite some time. And before we hit record, I was saying, I'm just excited to have this conversation with someone that like gets it and has had their own journey with being your own health advocate. So I just can't wait to talk to you about this and ask you the questions that like can help someone else that is maybe curious about how to stand up for their health and well-being. So let's start at the beginning. Like, who are you and like, what are you here in this world to do? Oh my gosh. Well, first of all, I just want to say thank you so much for having me on the show. Um, I am just, just honored so much gratitude here. Um, and Okay, gosh, me in a nutshell. So what am I here in the world to do? That's always a very loaded question. But I figured it out along the way of my path. And sometimes, you know, we go through some hardships, some hard times. And soon we discover and we put all the puzzle pieces together and realize, oh my gosh, that whole mess, that whole, you know, whatever I was going through, that truly is my message, right? I figured out at a very young age. Well, first of all, let me kind of like, I'll tap back, but let me kind of start off by saying, um, hi, my name's <laughs> people call me KB, Catherine Brown here. People call me KB. I'm a toxic free lifestyle advisor and a mindset coach. Um, I live in the central coast of California, which we were just talking about how so lovely it is. And um, I have a platform that is based upon education of living a toxic free lifestyle. And I do one-on-one -on -one consulting with clients all over the world, virtually. And um, I also host a podcast that is in conjunct with my message and my consulting, which is really great content. It is called Just Being Honest, Being Without a G. So check it out. Um, but basically, that kind of is 
why I got to my expertise and my platform today. Because at a very young age, as what I was saying before, I felt different, right? I felt different, you know, the youngest of three. And I just didn't feel like I belonged and kind of felt like I was floating all around life. Certain like things, miraculous things actually happened to me just to show how sensitive I was as a young human, right? A human species or having this human experience, right? I realized how sensitive I was, the things that happened to me along the way. And I soon figured out later in life that yes, indeed, like I totally am a starseed. And I have like these just, I get basically absorb so much energy within me. And, you know, I dealt with things um, at a young age, traumas, big T's, little T's, like many of y'all. Um, but I grew up in a pretty dysfunctional household. Um, didn't ever really feel like I was part of my family, but always felt like I was there to kind of pick up all the pieces, right? Try to make a change some way or another. So later on down the road in life, I started to, um, based upon different stressors in my life, And at a young age, it's really, really hard to say like, oh my gosh, I have these sensations. I have these feelings. What do I do with it? How do I funnel it? How do I cope with it? All I knew is that I was super sensitive to like everything, right? And then later on down as, you know, I aged and grew up a little bit more, um, certain things started happening to my body, right? At a very young age, I started having very random flare-ups in my fingers and, you know, rashes and hives and um, just like very um, sensitive, if I want to keep on that word, um, to certain food groups, right? And then, you know, moving around the country and living in different situations. One of my biggest stories um, that kind of had a dramatic pivotal point amongst another, you know, of going on the path of dysfunction, because I didn't know anything else that was um, comfortable, I guess we could say sometimes if we're comfortable in chaos, we just kind of continue on that path. So that was the trajectory of, you know, people I was dating that were toxic, right? So one instance, I was living in LA, and I got terribly, terribly, terribly sick with mold illness, not once, but from two living situations. So the place that I actually moved out of in the first place, I um, moved into another place and it was just as equally as bad because I was still trying to detox from the first situation. My liver was just so packed. My organs were just so depleted that I, I had to simply, you know, just leave LA in general and just move away, get rid of so much of my stuff. Because if you ever have dealt with mold illness, you know that it is literally a silent killer. So it is a neurotoxin and it does manifest in so many different parts of your organs. So that being said, um, I, I went on a self-discovery. I was very fortunate that I could get some very accurate testing done with that because my mom had access to um, more organic compound tests and being in the functional medicine industry. And I 
knowing that I'm a sensitive being, I never was one that was into medical. For some reason, I was just like, oh, no, can't do the medical. And I'm always such a natural healer, being so earthy in the elements, you know, astrologically speaking, I'm very earth bounded. So with that being said, we were talking about being your own advocate. So many doctors, um, you know, really tried to just put me on pills. And I was not having that. I was like, no, I'm going to do this myself. I, at that point, was so on the path of some spiritual awakening, one of my firsts. And I kind of like had to go into the dark, right? And I had to use one of the healing mechanisms amongst, you know, using herbs, right? But one of my healing mechanisms was the reduction of stress, right? The reduction of stress and meditation became a huge part of my life and, you know, had to let go of control, right? Um, Because my whole life I tried to control situations. So when you're sick, when you look okay, in some sort of ways, but your body is not telling you you're okay, right? And people are just trying to give you a Band-Aid and you're saying, no, maybe, universally speaking, maybe I really do have to get to the root cause of everything because our body will absorb, our body, body will keep the score, our body will truly speak to us. We just have to listen. Mm-hmm. So meditation is about listening, right? So that was just one step. So, wow, you just asked me like who I was and I just kind of (laughs) like went down the spiral because I'm channeling right now, but Hey y'all I'm here. Right. So, I mean, I was, I was like, keep going. I mean, your (laughs) journey, I mean, there's so many things that you said that like it resonated so deeply with like me and very similar to my story, just feeling like feeling things and also not knowing what to do with it and like how to vocalize and then also feeling like you're in the role of like picking up the pieces like that resonates with me so deeply and how that childhood experience and you know the traumas that you face big t and little t manifest later on in life as health problems so there's so many different things i think the first i mean you, you mentioned like listening to your body. And I think, you know, you touched on meditation, which I think is a huge, it's a very important practice to like tune in and tap into your intuition and listen to your body, but someone that's more resistant to that, like, what is the first thing they Mm. can do, um, when something just doesn't feel right? Because I know I've gone to doctors and they're like, nope, everything's fine. And like you said, like, it's a very band-aid culture. Like our, our Western medicine is much more focused on like taking care of the problem when it is a problem instead of like looking at the warning signs and being proactive. So what's the first step that someone can take? If someone's like, uh, you know what? Like something isn't right. And I'm not getting answers from my regular, you know, the doctors or the uh, practices that I've gone to. Oh my gosh. Um, so what comes to my mind when you say something like this is someone that I know so well in my life that is, um, you know, the busybody mind, right? The overactive thinker, right? And they're like, ah, I just can't sit there and like, just like feel what I'm feeling, right? Or be that intuitive on like the body and be in total embodiment. Or maybe that's someone's like, I need to make a life change. 
So someone that's more analytical, I would say, Mm -hmm. is that kind of where I'm going? Um, I would say, please write down what you're feeling when you feel it, right? Write, write it down, like just bullet points, right? You know, the pattern that's, you know, like, oh my gosh, I'm getting rashes, you know, when I'm getting stressed or I'm getting, you know, like uh, sores on my fingers. (laughs) I don't know. Mm -hmm. Um, And my fingers are swelling up, you know, at certain points, or maybe my face has become a little more gray or puffy in my jaw. You know, maybe my tongue is very gray, you know, like really like analyze yourself and take notes because at that point, obviously I would never say like, go to the, like, what did they say? Call it like Dr. Google. Like that can be kind of scary. It's a down, it's but, a dark place. Dark, dark it is a, yeah. Because you know what? I will just say this right now. Everything that you look up is cancer pretty much. Pretty, you know, like you're like, what? Oh, pretty much. And then just wait until there's children involved. It is like yeah. next level terrifying. Right. So you have to like truly like take notes. That would be first step to being your, your own advocate. And I would say like, baby steps is key, right? Just simplify your life, mm-hmm. right? Life can be full of obstacles. And I believe that we truly make those obstacles. So mm-hmm. like, if you want to see a change in the world that you see, you've got to change the prescription of your lenses, right? Mm-hmm. You know, so just simplifying things. And when I talk about toxic free living, I say, okay, whoa, 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 go back. Like, do you have the ability, because I know you do, to just really tap back in and talk to your little baby self and say like, oh my gosh, like, can we just think about like how my upbringing was like, you know, just like analyze that a little bit. Just be like, let me just see, maybe something triggered me 10 to 15 years ago, you know, because often at times we have symptoms 10 to 15 years after the event happened, right? Or like, whoa. Like, slow down. Like, am I breathing? Like, am I truly breathing or am I holding in my breath? But for someone that, like, really says, like, oh, my gosh, I don't feel well. Well, wait. Like, stop. Pause. How many things are you doing in your life? Do you have boundaries? Like, you need to just stop and think for a second. Do you have boundaries in your life? And do you have non-negotiables for yourself and your well-being? Or are you trying to impress or falling into peer pressure of others. Like, you know, we live in, Bernie, we live in such a world where everyone's worried about what other people will think about them. You know, they're maybe you. Totally. I literally just got off a coaching call with one of my clients. That was what it came down to is being worried what other people think about. It. Yeah. Yeah. Like, for instance, example, maybe you're, in a family now or something and you are like everyone else eats a certain way that's like a perfect example you know the height of summer people are out drinking eating you know eating foods that they haven't eaten before and you know a hundred thousand percent that you're like I don't feel good when I eat that way Mm -hmm. my body doesn't perform I wake up my eyes are puffy I can't poop you know like or whatever it is totally obviously I like to talk about bowels but me me too (laughs) right but you have to be like back to the own advocacy if something is not right what makes you feel right Mm -hmm. go back to those tools right what makes you feel right is it sleep is it turning off your phone 
Is it eating unprocessed foods? Is it consuming only water and not imbibing? Right? Mm -hmm. You know, is it saying no to events? Right? Mm -hmm. There's a lot of things you just have to kind of stop, pause and listen to yourself Mm -hmm. and honor that. Like 100% honor that because you know what? What other people think about you is really none of your business. That is what I say all the time. Literally. Totally. So, okay. So I agree with you wholeheartedly. And I've had this conversation with people before and there's a lot of resistance to it because it's like when someone has something like, let's say their hair is thinning and falling out and all their tests are fine. They keep testing their hormones, right? Like, but it's still falling out. It's like, hi, that's stress. Like, that is stress related. There's that is key. And then they're like, yeah, I know it's stress related, but like, what can I do about it? Like, I can't quit my job right now. I can't mm. quit my family right now. Like all of the things, like they feel very stuck. And so they might know the shrimp route, but they can't, they think they can't do anything about it. What does someone do there? Um. So, wow, I'm like a perfect example of this. Like, you know, girl looks like she has all her stuff together, but I have a lot of stress in my life, a lot of moving parts, a lot of changes. So I have to constantly remind myself to take care of myself, Mm -hmm. right? I am such a good doer and giver to other people. And so this might be an example that we're talking about formally for other people. You have to remind yourself that self-care is not selfish and self-care is defined on whatever fills back your cup. Because if there's a cup with water that's filling up, it's going to spill over. Mm. It's not going to work. So whether that's saying like, okay, I need to go to yoga every morning or okay, my non-negotiable is waking up and moving my body or okay, like that helps me set the rest of my day, Mm. you know, but stress, you know, like, it's a killer. Chronic mm-hmm. stress is not good. Stress mm-hmm. can be good, right? right? But with, with the hair falling out, you have to realize that also nutritionally, certain foods are stressors, right? Dogs are stressors, you know? Yeah. Like everything needs to be in a line, but you have to put on ultimately your oxygen tank first <laughs> before you can help anyone else. Yeah. You know, you run the energy and the vibe of everything in your life will follow suit, right? So um, self-care. That's all I'm saying. Reevaluate your self-care. It does not have to be big at all. It could literally be laying on your bed with your feet in the air Mm -hmm. and putting on earphones and just listening to music or just watching the fan go around. Mm -hmm. But it's self-defined, you know? Mm -hmm. You can't tell someone, go take a bath, and they're like, well, I don't like baths. It makes me nervous. So, yeah. So I want to circle back to like things that maybe happened like 10 or 15 years ago and then start to manifest in current life. And I'll use me as an example because I was recently diagnosed with Hashimoto's and it didn't come to light until after I had a miscarriage. So I had a miscarriage in um, December of 2020 and it was pretty, it was like, well, I was almost the second trimester, it was 12 weeks and no one was concerned about it. But, and I was like, can we, like, there has to be like something, right. And like my hormones, cause right before I got pregnant, my progesterone was low and, and I brought it to a couple different doctors, nothing. I got some blood drawn to check my vitamin D, my iron. And then I got a, my, um, whole thyroid panel 
I did that through a health coach, brought it to my doctor, not concerned about my T3, T4, like my antibodies were crazy high and no one was worried about it. So I didn't realize this, but my mom has Hashimoto's. My grandma has Hashimoto's. I didn't know this until like it came to light. And of course me being me, I'm like looking up, like what's the spiritual meaning of Hashimoto's? Like, how is this just coming to light now? Throat chakra. Mm -hmm. So tell me Mm -hmm. like what, like what your experience is with that that and like autoimmune, because I'm currently still taking um, synthetic hormones because I'm breastfeeding and I'm like, I'm figuring it all out. But my goal is not to be on it again, because I like, I want to get to the root. I don't want it to be a band-aid. Yeah. So with Hashimoto's, if people don't understand what Hashimoto's is, um, and I assume you're dealing with Hashimoto's thyroiditis, mm-hmm. correct? Yeah. Um, so it's, it's a very, actually, it's a very common type of like autoimmune disease that people or illness disease, I'm going to use disease, disease, um, that your body's talking to you about. Um, it's basically when your body like makes, you know, an autoimmune disease of like the making the antibodies that attack the cells in your thyroid. Right. Mm -hmm. So, um, it's basically when the thyroid cannot make enough of that thyroid hormone and usually your thyroid is underactive, right? It's an underactive gland. But, you know, what we're talking with you and what I deal actually a lot with is um, we have to look at the body when when you're getting such crazy answers um, from Western medicine, right? Western medicine only knows of certain things, right? Um, and they want you to take synthetic hormones, which... Um, Probably at the first, uh, I'm not a doctor. I just, you know, like know enough to make me scientifically like self, whatever. But, um, you know, at the first, you probably would need it to like kind of, you know, give it like a jump starter. Mm-hmm. But to go off of it, I would say really tap into that Eastern medicine, right? Mm-hmm. Um, I'm a huge believer in acupuncture and mm-hmm. herbs, right? Herbal work. Um, and also when you talk about the throat chakra, oh my gosh, wow. Aligning your chakras is one of the most powerful things you could ever do. Mm -hmm. Like guys, like our system, our spinal, everything is connected, right? Everything is connected, especially with acupuncture and all of that, your ears, especially your ears, the shape of a fetus, right? So Mm -hmm. every point in your ear is connected to an organ in your body right same with you know places in your legs if you put a needle in there it will go to like a liver you'll actually feel it when they stick it in in your liver like oh yeah okay you know so when you talk about the throat chakra the throat chakra is so powerful like what are you not advocating what are you not speaking up for yourself Mm -hmm. right what are you not perhaps grieving Mm -hmm. right a past life Maybe you grew up in a family that was very hush hush, or maybe all the women you said the women have a lot of women actually get a lot of autoimmune more, but maybe the women were very like, it's fine. I'll just live the patriarchal lifestyle, you know, and just, Mm -hmm. okay, fine. I'll change my life to what you deal with. That's a huge indication. Or maybe you're not admitting something to yourself about yourself right? Saying like, I'm struggling here. Like, 
I'm not letting myself feel the feelings, right? You know, crying is such crying, getting angry, punching pillows, whatever. That breath, right? Mm -hmm. is such a great way to get toxins out of the body. Feelings are meant to feel, right? So when we talk about the throat chakra, you know, speaking up, advocating, right? So, so Brittany, I asked you, you know, like, what are you not thinking about? Or perhaps you said you were dealt with it before your miscarriage. I know I didn't, I didn't discover until after the miscarriage. So I never had a problem with it. And then I had a miscarriage and then they discovered it through, well, I discovered it because I became my own health advocate because mm-hmm. no one was concerned. And I knew intuitively that there was something off. So I became my own health advocate and sought out help from a health coach, told me what kind of blood panel, asking me questions about my energy levels, my bowel movements. And we put piece together what was going on, but then it kind of just, once we figured it out and I brought it to a doctor, then it was just medication. So what's interesting is like, I have been working on healing my throat chakra. I've been you know, getting that work done, but that's why it's so important not to take things for face value. Like you hear one thing and then be like, okay, this is just my life diagnosis. It's like, no, getting curious and, and going through that, that process, it might not be necessarily easy, but I will say that it's like helped open up my eyes and my heart to other ways of healing it. Yes. Yes. Sometimes when we keep things locked inside, they will try to get out. Mm-hmm. They're like tapping on you. They're like, I totally. want to get out. I had to tell you something, you know, and to be honest with you, that little baby could have been that voice to you. That could have right. been the baby Brittany mm-hmm. saying, I want to tell you something. Yeah. You know, will you listen and will you advocate? You know, yeah. will you speak upon that? Mm-hmm. So my recommendation is never, never take the first opinion, mm-hmm. right? Opinion, like that's what I'm saying. It's an opinion. You know, we're all okay. We see from this. Yeah. Autoimmune is very mysterious. Mm-hmm. And um, and our bodies are very mysterious. Not one body is alike. Mm-hmm. So, you know, over centuries and centuries, you know, um, ancient traditional Chinese medicine, whatever you want to call it, even Ayurvedic, you know, the, the body... The body knows more. We just have to listen to it. We can't be in such a rush, you know, totally to get a Band-Aid, a cover-up. Well, and that's something that I think is important to touch on. And I'm curious how you walk your clients through this because when a client is like, okay, yeah, I hear you. This makes sense. Like I'm open to this. Like I'm changing my perspective, but they're like, I don't have time. Right. Like the, the, I don't have time to sit and feel, I don't have time to meditate. I don't have time to do these things for myself. I'm like, go, go, go. What is your recommendation suggestion to slow them down so they can feel and ultimately heal whatever it is that they're experiencing? It's a simple question. I would just basically say, Brittany, what are your priorities in life? Mm-hmm. What are your priorities? Is it scrolling through Facebook or Instagram or all those things? Like, what are, what are your priorities? I mean, you really have to think about that. Mm-hmm. It's yeah. like, yeah. Yeah. And it's like, so, if, but, someone, if someone's priority isn't themselves, like number one, that's when the real work starts. Right. I mean, yes, exactly. And, you know, 
it goes back to self-care is not selfish. Mm-hmm. You shouldn't be selfish, you know? Like, you are the only one. <laughs> so you can delegate so many. You can outsource so many different things, everything in your life. <laughs> but the one thing that you cannot outsource or delegate is the maintenance of your body yeah internally right yeah or your mind your thought patterns mm-hmm. I, no one control that except you and like doing that work so and this, I'm so glad you brought that up because like the mind body connection is so real and then when you do slow down you start to pay attention way more to what you're thinking how it affects your emotional experience so do you have a process that you walk people through to kind of audit and see like the, like the toxic lifestyle that they're living. Cause I know it goes beyond like mold, right. It's like toxic people, relationships, right. Like toxic habits, mm-hmm. all of that. Like, do you have a system that you walk people through? Yeah. I mean, everyone is custom. So everyone obviously lives different lifestyles. Um, I, I do have a fun little quiz on my website you guys can check it out at justbeanhonest.com. It's a little short quiz that just says, how toxic am I? And it just asks you a quick little series of questions like, you know, products that you pro- probably use or do you gossip, you know, mm-hmm. yeah. all of those kind of aspects. But I think, you know, first off, I get to know the client, the mm-hmm. person who I'm working with. And it all stems from, yeah, sure, I will kind of do a lay of the land of their house what products are using from but first of all you have to get to the root of why are they feeling that way you know Mm -hmm. so what are you what's your symptom right now what Mm -hmm. are you trying to work on um you know so whether they're feeling crummy or just lethargic you're like okay Mm -hmm. let's like what's your environment like but as system goes I always start with um I'm very universally connected I'm very intuitive so uh I go back to their astrological nail chart and I do a complete evaluation of that, which is pretty unique um, because the way that I interpret things is very um, kind of abstract. And then I can start to put things together and I can read them and channel them a little bit further because I will know if someone's hiding something from me. (laughs) But with that being systematically, you know, you are correct. Like what products are you using in your life? Big question. You know, what beauty products, what, you know, cosmetics that are so underregulated, especially in the U S mm-hmm. um, what are you consuming visually, mentally, emotionally, spiritually, you know, what are you telling yourself sleep? You know, I go through all those kind of bases first, but we do take baby steps. So at first, I guess the most pivotal thing is reading their natal chart, kind of like their makeup of who they are, and then going into, okay, what is the biggest thing that you're dealing with right now? And then you see everything kind of just like flow on from there. Yeah. Yeah. Cause it is all interconnected. It is totally, like, it always is like, you just like pull the thread and then like everything else follows. So I had, well, like there's so many, there's so many juicy nuggets that you have shared. Um, what would you say then, like in your definition, like, what does it mean to live a toxic free lifestyle? Oh my gosh. What does it mean to live a toxic free lifestyle? You know what? Obviously that can be defined to everyone else very differently, but to me, a toxic free lifestyle 
is truly starting at the core of being unapologetically yourself. Mm. Because from then on out, you become like this blossomless tree. And all of your decision making can be pure and basically authentic, you know, original. You know, you're not trying to cover up who you are, the stuffing down emotions. You're not trying to cater to anyone else, you know. It's not that you're being selfish. It's just that you are taking care of your foundation, right? So that may make you react to the way that you take yourself in as far as food, you know, decisions with that, slowing down preparation of meals, right? Um, so living a toxic-free lifestyle, I think the first step is really honoring who you are and being unapologetically yourself and in the decisions that you make. And hopefully good decisions because you're not trying to hide anything. You're not trying to conform, right? Yeah. I hope that answers your question. It totally does. And I love that that's your answer because it's like this without the vessel, without being honoring yourself, nothing else is going to work. Nothing else is going to flow in your life if you're not like being honest and being authentically you. Like you're going to come up mm-hmm. against a lot of roadblocks. And I love that you tie that into living a toxic free lifestyle. Cause like when people hear the word toxic, they might just associate it with like products and things in their environment, mm-hmm. not realizing like the layers to it and the importance of tapping into it. It's funny as you're talking, I realized what I was going to say, like, I'm just imagining like a big giant sage that you're using. And like, you're basically oh, just like helping like sage, like the physical body, the emotional body, the mental body and the spiritual body. Like that's kind of what of uh, the, the picture that I'm painting as we're, mm-hmm. as we're talking, that's what it seems like. Exactly. Exactly. <laughs> I'm like cleaning the slate. Like let's start over. Yeah. Let's have a hard reset. Yeah. Let's make you who exactly who you're supposed to be, why you came on this earth, because yeah. the baby you like had it so easy at times. Totally. And we just like got lost. We just got lost. Yeah, yeah right? we just to find our way back home to it. It's so I love that that you keep bringing that up, too, because being so close to like having like a little new human into the world. Right. Um I think about that all the time. Like, I'm just like, you are like, this is exactly who you are. And like, my job is to help remind her of that. Like, even if we like go off that course, like to come back to that. And like, I savor these moments with her because I want to imprint them in my brain. So when she loses sight of who she is, I can remind her of it because it is just so in like the whole, the whole experience, but it is so spiritual having a baby um, like literally being a portal from the spirit world into the, <laughs> to the human experience. But now every time I look at her, I'm like, you know, exactly who you are. And it is, it's cool. Cause I'm like, I look at myself, I'm like, that was me. And that's like the voice that I hear. The intuition is like that past version of me. And then I interact with other people and I'm like, you were also this way. So it just like, again, has that interconnectedness and it's so amazing. Well, you know, Brittany, she, what's her name? Um, Ellie. Ellie. So Ellie is your parent. Mm-hmm. Ellie chose you. Mm-hmm. And Ellie is here to basically help you raise you, right? A hundred. And then bring you back to life. Yeah. Oh my God. Like t- 10 times over. I'm like, she is the best teacher and she doesn't say a thing other than ku and ga. I'm like, it's amazing. <laughs> 
Yeah. Oh my gosh, Catherine, this was so much fun. I just loved talking to you about, um, I mean, we're, we started with being your own health advocate and we ended here and that's why I just love these conversations. And I feel so blessed and grateful that I can do this. Like, this is what I get to do. And like, have these conversations and hopefully spark a new idea in someone that's listening. So thank you for taking the time to be on the show. Um, where if people are interested in finding out more, um, where can they find you and what do you have going on right now? Sure. Thank you so much. Um, you can reach out to me and find out more about my one-on-one consulting at just That is being without a G it's B E I N and also, I'm very active on Instagram. You can follow my journey, my adventures, my travels that I'm recently on and how I do it mm-hmm. um, at just being honest, KB, and send me a note. It's always fun. So, yeah. So, um, if you're interested in hearing more about what I do and get a – actually, my first consultation is absolutely free. So, my treat. Let's get you on the path of authenticity. Thank you so much, Brittany. This is so fun. This is so, so fun. Um, yeah, I think I, as you're saying, like just being honest, I love that because it's like, you were just saying living a toxic free life means like being authentically yourself. And so it's like such an important part is being honest with yourself and speaking the truth. So this was awesome. I appreciate you so much. Um, my last question for you is fun is a big value of mine. And I think like bringing joy into every day is really important. So I'm curious about like, what brings you joy right now? Oh my gosh. What brings me joy? Um, oh my gosh, nature, you know, I am complete. So I live in one of the most beautiful places in the world. I truly believe Santa Barbara And I'm so lucky that we get to enjoy being on boats and in the water and go to islands, like, you know, the Channel Islands and go for just a morning run in the mountains, you know, and I just stop and I just literally watch the sunrise or cascade through the tree and that ambiance of it. And I just like sit there and I'm like, this is life. This, this makes me so happy. Right. So nature brings me joy a hundred percent. Oh, I love that answer. Nature also. When you filled out the things that you love, you're like travel, art, dogs, nature. I was like, me too. That's exactly yes. why we connected. I was like, yes, sister. I'm like, we are on the same page. And we were talking about before we hit record because they just spent the month in um, California and San Clemente. But our next, like the reason why we want to go to Santa Barbara is because of the mountains, because you get both. You get the mountains. My husband is a big ultra marathoner. So he has to be somewhere where he can like run an incline, but then also be able to be at the beach. So it's like you get the best of both worlds. So that's why we were like, okay, maybe we'll do Santa Barbara next year. We'll see. Oh, please come hang out with us. Yeah. Like, it'll be so much fun. Yeah, it'll be so fun. So that's where we end up. We will definitely get to meet in real life. Well, thank you again for your time. Thank you for sharing your zone of genius. You can just tell that this like comes out of you. So it was just such a pleasure to share this time and energy with you. Thank you so much. Okay. That conversation was so much fun. You know, there are certain people that you instantly connect with and that's why I love having this show because I I get to connect with people all over the country who 
love the same topics as I do. And it was so fun talking to Catherine right after the call. We were like, wait, I'm obsessed with you. We need to hang out. We need to stay connected. Um, and it was just such a fun conversation. And if you take anything from this episode, I hope it's that you be your own health advocate. I love her journey and her story, how she had to get super curious and figure out what was going on because she knew something wasn't right. And a lot of times people are going to tell you that it's in your head, but if you know something's not right, if you have chronic fatigue or your hair is falling out, you have to consistently keep showing up for yourself and seeking help from people that can help help you uncover the answer. So be your own health advocate. Don't just take the first opinion that you get. If that doesn't feel good, keep going. I know sometimes it can feel really defeating and deflating when you aren't getting the answers that you hope for, but Catherine is a beautiful example of what happens if you continue to show up for yourself and get curious about your health and well-being. And I just love this like toxic-free lifestyle, how it's so much more than just the products that we have or the food that we're eating. It's our relationships, our relationships with certain things in our life. And I think that this truly helps you live in alignment with who you really are and clears up all of the fog, all of the things that stop us from pursuing the things that we truly want in our life. So I hope you enjoyed this conversation as much as I did. That was so fun. Um, I have some very exciting news to share with you, and I'm going to announce it very, very, very soon. But if you are a coach or a service provider or a creative I have something that I've been working on just for you. I've learned through my own journey that I help the past versions of myself. And I see so many people that have these special gifts that they want to share with the world, but they're holding themselves back because of fear of rejection, fear of not knowing enough. And I want to help you break through that. So that's that's all that I'm going to share right now because I got a whole lot more, but just know that that is coming. And if you want to be the first to know, make sure you sh- sign up in the show notes. Okay. There is a link to sign up. So you'll be the first to know at what I have been working on. All right, my friend, I hope you have a beautiful day. Thanks so much for your time. I love you so much. I hope that we get to connect soon. Okay. So remember to love yourself, own your happiness and let your light shine because you are so worthy of it, my friend. Until next time.